0: Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
1: All right, welcome back. So as soon as this crisis started with Micah Park, yes. I said to myself, well, who could best analyze the actual system and the role that Jalen Hurts has in that system? Well, that's a no-brainer. Odyssey has our top insider. Nobody breaks down a tape better than the legendary Brian Baldiger. Hi, Brian. Good morning, Angelo. How you doing? Well, we're a little upset because we're being told that Hurts hasn't been that great this year. It's more the system. So you look at all this tape, Brian. Is Hurts a reason for the system working or is the system the reason that Hurts is uh, doing so yeah. well?
2: Jalen is the system. So, just the way Lamar Jackson, when he was the league MVP, is the system. Or Cam Newton, in 2015, when he was the league MVP, and he was the system. And just the way Aaron Rodgers was the back-to-back MVPs. I mean, they make all the decisions every play. Run or pass, uh, you know, whether it's an RPO, he he makes all the decisions. And his decision-making is close to flawless. Now, Mike is making these comments. Maybe Micah should have been thinking about you know the Houston Texans last week when he didn't have a single pressure, not a single – he didn't touch the quarterback once. Like maybe he should be thinking about Jacksonville this week that will smoke Dallas if they're thinking ahead to Christmas Eve. So Jalen is – Jalen's been an incredible player that only gets better. We just don't see any team in this league, Angelo, in this day and age, blow three teams out in a row. Green Bay, Tennessee, and what they did to the Giants last week, we don't see that. I don't care what the team's records are. Dallas, like, they were 98 yards away from getting beat by the Houston Texans last week. So the the fact that they're just blowing teams out, like, there is no system. There's just great players, and their best player is the quarterback.
1: Beautifully said, Brian. I need you to break this down a little more, though, because we're all marveling at how accurate he's been, how uh, tremendous he's been seeing the field. What is he doing this year that he didn't do as well the first two seasons in the NFL?
2: Well, I mean, first of all, he's played a lot more football. You know, so he started his first four games, the last four games of his rookie season. He went through the season last year. They did not have A.J. Brown or anybody like Now He's, you know, every MVP has got, uh, you know, an elite receiver to throw it to, just the way Aaron Rodgers had Devontae Adams. A guy that you can trust to put the ball up in the air in a contested situation or a one-on-one situation, and you feel like your your receiver is better than their defensive back, and they continually do that. It's a great relationship. Uh, he's had an entire off season to get healthy. He wasn't healthy at the end of the season last year. He had ankle surgery, um, but he never said anything. Or, you know, I mean, I was just sort of uh, behind the scenes, but he's been fully healthy. He had another off season to train and to study, and to prepare. And so he's seen, it's like it's like a hitter, you know, going up against a pitcher. You've seen all the pitchers. And now you kind of know, you know what pitcher you're waiting on. And I think that's kind of a little bit the analogy that I would use with uh, seeing Dallas now for another time. They've played Dallas a lot better this year than they did last year, obviously. Uh, you know, and all the other teams in the division. Um, so I think that's it. And then I just think he's seen the field really good. He's not just taking off and running the way he did his rookie year or at times last year. I mean, he's staying in there and he's going through progressions. And, you know, the offense is a lot more consistent this year with the way that they're uh, game planning than they were a year ago. When one week they look like a Big 12 offense, another week they look like, you know, something that uh, we, you know, we we didn't expect. You know, I mean, so they were more than just a running team uh, now this year. They've got... Uh, the three receivers that they put out there every week, Angelo, are a really good trio with Devontae, mm. uh, with Smitty, and with Quez, and with AJ. I mean, that's a that's a pretty elite group right there.
1: Absolutely. That I, I, the, the uh, oddsmakers, the all the pundits on TV, Brian, are arguing uh, Hertz versus Mahomes. If you had a vote, who would get your vote right now at this stage in the season? I don't think it's close. I think it's, it's Hurts
2: way ahead of Patrick. And I, you know, I'm, nobody, I'm the biggest Patrick Mahomes fan there is, but I mean he's run for 400 more yards. You can say, well, Mahomes has more touchdown passes than yards. Well, he's thrown 123 more passes than Jalen Hurts has. Uh, you know, he's, he's run for 10 touchdowns. His, his touchdown-to-interception ratio is lower. He's got a much better team than Kansas City. Now, if they play head-to-head, you it know, might be fun to, to see that. Uh, but, you know, against the competition that Jalen has lined up with for 13 games, I don't think it's a close race at this point.
1: Awesome. I got to ask you that thing. Brian Baldwin was a terrific offensive lineman at the NFL for a long time, too. We talk all the time about how good the Eagles' offensive line is. I love, Brian, when they run the football but I still don't sense they're totally committed to it. Could you explain to me how Miles Sanders got 1,000 yards, how much those guys up front helped him to get there?
2: Well, it's a combination. I mean, you know, they they ran the same damn play with Lane Johnson pulling against Green Bay 11 times. You know, they just double up plays. You know, a running back, if you get enough carries, you know, they're going to get the rhythm. Uh, he's, a, he's a big part why they would run the same play 11 times. I mean, Lane got tired of pulling. He's never pulled that much in his life. But, you know, they run for 27 touchdowns, Angelo. Like, nobody's close to them. Yeah. 27 touchdowns on the ground. There's teams that aren't even close to scoring 27 touchdowns yet, they've done that just running. They're the best short yards and goal line team in the league, and it's not even close. And why people aren't trying to copy what they do in short yards and goal line at every level of football is just astounding to me because they get in that formation where they just push – Jalen from behind, and they, they succeed every time. And there's teams that are losing games because they can't gain a yard when they got to gain a stinking yard. Like, they should just watch the Eagles and copy it. It's
1: beautiful. I, I just got to know, because you played into your 30s, Brian. Kelsey and Lane Johnson are both past 30. Kelsey's like mid-30s. How hard is it to do that as an offensive lineman? Doesn't it take longer to recover? Isn't it harder to play after your 30s?
2: Well, Lane's, Lane's a different beast, all right? I mean, he's like, the way that he plays and the way that he trains and takes care of himself and the body that he has, he's in a little better shape than Jason. Jason is just a treasure. Like what he, I don't even, I can't even imagine what he feels like during the week, um, as beat up as he is. You watch that guy walk around, um, it's, you know, he's hurting, but he just loves the game so much that he just puts it out of his mind. And he plays the games. I I thought three years ago when they lost in New Orleans in a playoff game that he was going to retire. I mean, I thought he seriously, you know, contemplated, and he did. Um, but he just keeps coming back. I don't know if this is you know the, the final go round for Jason. I don't know how much longer the body can hold up. Um, but he's an amazing, amazing person, and he's been an amazing player because he put Dexter Jackson or Dexter Lawrence last week on his back. And Dexter Lawrence outweighs him by at least 60 pounds, maybe more. And he's, you know, eight years younger. And he put him on his back. I mean, that's just, you know, I, I don't know how he did it.
1: Uh Brian, uh, we learned so much having you on. I can't thank you enough for doing this. It's an honor to have you on our show, breaking this stuff down. And I hope uh, Micah Parsons hears what you said when you broke that down.
2: Micah's <laughs> friends. I'm friends with Micah. He knows what I say. But- oh! You know, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna spit the truth. Mike, you better get ready for Jacksonville. I know that.
1: <laughs> Brian, thank you, my friend. We'll talk soon. Thanks, buddy. Okay, Brian, yep. Ballinger. Al, was that good breakdown? That's a breaking down. Yes. Aside.